Hello, dear friends, and welcome to Alatri TV India. Today, we continue discussing about the Creative Society, and we are glad to find out the vision of our special guest. But before they introduce, I would like to remind all our viewers that Creative Society project is a uni, uni global project for uh, making by ourselves, by humans. Please vi visit alatrinite.com website to find more information, more information about this unique project. And also, I would like to invite all of all of yours and our special guests to watch uh, an precedent event, the global online conference, Creative Society, what the prophets dreamed of, what held on 20th March 2021, which has shown that humanity can unite if we choose to do it. Let's watch a feedback from our viewers about this global conference. I want to ask our technical support kindly, please show our first feedbacks from our viewers about this global conference. initiative of the people themselves after we carried out many social surveys interviews conferences and well we talked to many people really all over the world These eight foundations of the Creative Society is the result of the desire, the demand of the people themselves, because they talk about it. They tell us how they want to live, where, in what world, in what kind of society they want to live, what values are the most important for them. And after analyzing everything, we understand that, yes, there are these eight foundations that now we can share with everybody. It is a complex of values of each person in this world. Thank you so much for our technical support, but it wasn't that video, not feedbacks. It was, <laughs> it was uh, eight foundation, what we will speak about a little bit uh, later. It was video how this eight foundation was formed, uh, you know, and uh, so let's continue. My name is Olga and my co-host for today is Tonya and she will introduce our special guest for today. Hello, Tonya. Hello, dear viewers, and so, Shuva, thank you very much for being with us today. We have a guest, uh, Shuva uh, Chattopadwai, and uh, Shuva is a co-founder of a consulting company, and he's a specialist in uh, uh, coaching and leadership development. So uh, thank you very much for being with us today. Yeah. Thank you for having me here. Looking thank forward. I would like to ask you what inspires you in your work and in your life in general. So why have you decided to work in this field as a coach? Yeah, that's an interesting question, I think. Um, so I was in corporate for around 18 years uh, and I have worked in various different functions. Uh, and I realized that 
uh, okay in an organization inside an organization you can only do as much and my need of uh, contribution my need of working with people um, to support and i think that gives me energy and also uh, in a way uh, i can do what i really want to do uh, which is uh, to meet uh, the need uh, for my my need of contribution so i think this has driven me to uh, leave the corporate career and start this uh, it's been three and a half years and i'm very happy to uh, do the work that i do and uh, it gives me a lot of energy and i think i've made a lot of new friends and uh, i think I, i don't know what my clients learn from me but surely i have ended up learning a lot because um, when you work in an organization you work with only one organization and only in, in in some events you meet uh, you know people from other organizations but today in last uh, three and a half years i have worked with uh, more than 25 organizations and they are very very diverse uh, very large organizations very small startups uh, uh, i work in social sector uh, fmcg it uh, manufacturing it's it's an absolutely great learning experience for me and it's very humbling every day uh, i end up finding something new i think which is uh, adding energy to my life yeah. yeah thank you so much for sharing yes a little bit from your life yes it's very good when you working with like a lot of uh, people and you can make them a friend yes Thank you so much. And also, we know you're working like as a, a team uh, coach as well. And my question is, what are the most important important principles, uh, values, or uh, like a uh, philosophy as it you base on? And uh, when you help people to build a good teamwork? Yeah. Okay. So that's an interesting question. So yes. see first of all I, i never thought like this you know when you were asking me so that is making me think so you know when you look at team work yes we work with teams and one of our uh, key area of work is to make teams more effective uh, uh, we help them to produce results um, and some of the things that we have realized the advantage of working with a team is you are not working on one person you are not only looking at the one person's behavior you are looking at the chemistry of different people uh, what uh, each one of them bring and what come in each other's way you are looking at not only uh, the behavior you are looking at the context uh, you are looking at the incentive and you are looking at how uh, each of the team members they are empowering each other how they are interacting and many times when you do one on one work uh, you, you know people bring stuff uh, which is outside uh, which is coming from the outside the room where you are talking or having the conversation so you can't have any access to that but but when you work with team so that's the helpful thing that uh, you know that works when you do with team in terms of principles i think there is a few things we always talk about one what about having open conversations uh, because that's what sustains a team uh, ability to uh converse on things that are not comfortable uh creating a team where uh, each opinion uh, can be expressed 
uh, and uh, harmony doesn't mean that you know we all have to speak one and the or the same stuff uh, harmony means uh, that there can be different ways of looking at things and yet the harmony comes from the openness of staying with each of the opinions giving each one of them voice and it's not about resolution of a conflict it's because conflicts will be there in a team uh, it's about way forward so there is a conflict some will get sorted some probably will get sorted in some time but how do i work with that so open conversation and empathy is a very important thing the second is the power dynamics you know how so how do you look at the power dynamics uh, how different people have the voice uh, in a team uh, many of the times we find that the best idea comes uh, from the person who, who is speaking the least so so that's the second thing you know uh, looking at the power dynamics and third uh, is about uh, how do we create uh, an environment where we have psychological safety where i can make mistakes uh, and i can come back and i can learn from each other so at this moment as you ask the question i think these are the two three things that's coming to my mind that okay yeah uh, this this will work quite well it was actually you know uh, you read my mind because it was already my next question <laughs> Uh, because you know when we look at uh, you know the most of the companies uh, not all of them but no matter what country we take we see the same hierarchical principle where you know one leader or the one dominating over another and uh, we, ha we have the same principle in the global society when we have you know only one leader that we uh, you know listen to and the majority is passive so what do you think, what conditions do we need to build in the society in order to, so to build the equality? So I mean, the equal society so that, as you say, where everyone can contribute and be an active part of uh, decision-making and also be a part of society. It's a very broad question. I think organization comes at a much later stage and I'm primarily going to speak from the perspective of India because I've mostly worked in India while I work a little bit in other countries. But most of my experience has been in India, uh, working with teams and managing large teams and all of that. So you come to an organization only probably when you become 24, 25. Okay, but before that, you're at home and then you go to school and then only you come to the organization. So what you are seeing uh, in the so-called... Uh, while your question is about society, uh, but I can only speak from my small uh, you know, view that I have. And uh, so if you see uh, the way we are brought up, I'm talking about India, um, it's a very, uh, there's a head of the family, okay, and mostly this is the father. Okay? So there's a head of the family. So there's a very clear power structure. Okay, so, father is the most powerful person at home uh, you know then comes mother and then children and uh, there is a lot of seriousness about uh, your studies okay and there's a signal that we gave okay if you if you're good in studies then you are good okay um, and and that's the first place where 
the boundary of alignment and obedience gets breached. Now, what do I mean by that? Um, in organizations, you see that we say, you know, we all need to be aligned. But in the name of alignment, what I expect as a leader, that you better be obedient with me. Okay. But, but let's not look at the uh, organization in isolation. It started in my childhood where uh, it's important to do well in studies. It's so, and it's important in a hierarchical family that, uh, you know, you have to listen to uh, what the father says, you know, that's how the, that's how the family runs. And this is not only about me, it's about, and then I go to school. Okay. And in the school, uh, that's very clear. It's a rote learning. Okay. If you're good, uh, good in answering questions in the exam, you will be good. So we are talking about outcomes. We are not talking about daily habits. How do I make each day uh, different? So, but we are getting into outcomes. And then from there, uh, you get to corporates. So the same thing continues. Okay, where there's a very clear hierarchy and the hierarchy has multiple things. Uh, your position, your number of years of experience. So those are all numbers. So, so there's a hierarchy, uh, you know, that's in place uh, everywhere. So, and if you ask me, how can we make it different? I think each one of us have to uh, look into it. So, that, and there are two ways to look at it. And probably uh, people like you, uh, like when you talk about creative society, I think you're looking into the context of it. You're creating a context. You're talking about people's freedom. You're talking about equal rights. You're talking about access to education. You're talking about access to health. So you are creating a broad context. And that's it. And that's where the public policy and all of these things come. Uh, you know, India for a long time, um, there was uh, an unequal treatment between a girl child and a boy child. Okay, there was an unequal treatment. So this is, this is at the level of context. Then, uh, me at an individual level, what I can do, I think one of the reasons that I do this work is because at the corporate level, probably uh, we help organizations, help teams uh, to have these conversations. And these are not easy conversations because if there is um, somebody who is speaking differently, uh, they may not be very welcome initially. Uh, but yes, if you ask me last five years, six years I think there are changes uh, there is more gender balance um, so th that is happening uh, so yeah so that's how I look at it I don't know whether I answered your question um, actually you know you answered the question because as I understand uh, the most important thing is also to talk to each other because you know we are so divided today uh, in a social level in any other level so that we have so less opportunity to talk to people from other countries or from other social you know, fields or let's say social class. And we don't understand each other if we don't talk to each other. And uh, you know, as we mentioned before at the beginning of our um, interview uh, on 20th of March, uh, a large scale event took place where people from all over the globe uh, just came together and talked to each other talked about you know the same foundations the same 
principles that unites us and actually that all we all want the same so we're not that different in our also basic needs so every people want everyone wants to wants to say uh, just to live in a creative society in the society where there's no war nor suffer no hunger and uh, you know there is not much that not much different opinions on that so i would like to offer you know to show um the video from the conference as a feedback and we will come back to the eight foundations sure sure uh please show us the video from the conference Amazing! I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so grateful to be part of this Creative Society program. Thank you guys. Let's keep doing this until we unite mankind. It was a humbling and exciting and inspiring experience to of us. We want this world to be a better place. We want to leave this world better than when we found it. We want... I'm honored and I'm flattered um, just getting to know the idea of this conference and just watching how diverse it was and you know, understanding that how God is love and how we can love each other equally. In total, I have heard, I've listened, and I've understood from the people around the world, the way people actually pour their heart out. And it was so phenomenal to see people from different religions talking almost the same language. I'm totally inspired and motivated by what I received from the conference on the power of love and the role each one of us plays to build it. This is a very beautiful moment I'm sharing that all volunteers all across the globe, we want happiness, we want peaceful life, we want togetherness, we want a life where everyone should live in peace and truth purified from false. People will be able to understand their religion truly who washed it and accepted the truth. I think we will succeed in everything. I believe it. The importance of the Creative Society, as I understand it, is to implement all the good qualities of a person. Such freedom of spirit, such unification of people, such an example of what people who feel the need and strive for the freedom can do, feel the need for this unification, because they understand that these are such times that we simply have no other option. And besides, it is a need, the need of every heart. Yeah, so that was a feedback from participants of this conference. There are people from different cultures and traditions, and they share also the understanding that uh, these eight foundations of creative society that our viewers also can find on the website alatraunite.com. Uh, these are the fundamentals that are really natural for everyone. So, uh, Shuvai, I would like to ask you uh, if you think of these eight foundations, so what benefits and, uh, you know, yeah, what aspects of it uh, the most you would enjoy in your life and in the life of your family? So what is the most important out of it for you personally? So you're talking about the foundations of creative society, which one? Uh, exactly. I think I would not like to go into one by one. I would see that what you have been able to create as a foundation is the foundation of uh, 
how humans can live and uh, it, it's a it's a life giving foundation and uh, for example you talked about safety and it, it's a very big word uh, the safety can be seen in multiple different ways uh, safety in the way i live at uh, my own home safety uh, in the way i live in the society uh, and my workplace so it's it's very fundamental what you are trying to do and i think there's very self explanatory okay and I, i think i would like all of us to have all of it uh, so so there there's there's no debate there the question is um, there are two three uh, things that need to happen to make uh, your dream uh, come true one is okay each one of us probably will have to take uh, responsibility uh, in our own uh, life you know what small way i can uh, you know make it happen for example today uh, you are in a different country both of you i am in a different country we have been able to speak um, not many people uh, in this world who uh, have this uh, access like uh, during the lockdown when the lockdown started so uh, people from villages their kids they did not have access to uh, you know the kind of internet internet yes they had but the devices to you know continue their school um, so we are talking about uh, having access to basic uh, uh, human needs so i think all the foundational principles that you have uh, the safety health uh, the right to development right to creativity uh, i think all of them are very very important and what you are trying to do is to uh, create a context uh, in which it can happen so that's really the role of creative society that i see uh, that uh, you are creating awareness uh, and i understand awareness is not enough awareness uh, is a good first step so you are creating awareness and i think you are doing a great job uh, i think as and when we start reaching to more number of people we have to uh, look at how do we create some nudge so that each one of us play a small role in our own day to day life how do i give a little more access to someone who do not have access today okay. so um, so and yeah and and uh, and maybe highlighting that through your society can be the incentive that we are looking at Um, and i think it will create a lot of positive energy it will create uh, probably uh, um, in the absence of the right word probably will create a positive peer pressure to change and impact change and each person you change can make that person to reach out to another 10 people and to share the message so i see it's very powerful it it may look very small to start with okay what are we trying to do we are having an interview yeah okay what an interview can change uh, a lot yes, this message probably yeah, absolutely that's what so that, that yeah so we are building connections if you ask me we are building so it's not an interview yeah, I, i think it's an interview when you just look at like this but let's let's step back so we are building connections and connection is one of the basic principles um, of building um, a cohesive society or a team see i i can't comment about society i i see teams day in day out um, 
so when there is connection a lot can happen when there is connection then there is inspiration and when i get inspired probably i will like to talk to to other people that you know what this is what i found and this is how it is working and this is what i am doing would you like to try and maybe out of two people one person will say yes i would like to try that person go and talk to other people so i think that's how it will work absolutely you know and this uh, event on 20th of march showed exactly that we need this communication and we can communicate and we can unite because you know this event was translate translated into 45 languages including silent language so that people from different nations come together and just talk to each other and said guys we don't want to have any wars or any you know insecurity because we have all the resources all the potential that we can make i mean to use for the better for everyone so that there's no need uh, you know to care of each one just separately but to build the conditions as you said this context where you know everything serves you know the be- the better for humanity so i'm i i totally agree and i think that such also interviews this is the way to talk to many people not only to one person to many many people that can get inspired and share they also opinion that they feel the same and yes and i want to add it's not just uh, our society it's every person society and we uh, because every person want to live in a safe and love and peaceful world yes and we don't dream about the creative society we already building the creative society and our conference is showing us yes and uh, how to unite by one goal not by like i don't know by money by houses no by idea to create our future and take our responsibility for our future don't wait when someone will come and will change and also uh, we now to build the creative society we have stages and uh, you can find on alatrenights.com it's three stages and first it's first and big stage informational stage and what we are doing now we inform people about uh, we can do it uh, in this uh, yes we can change our society and uh, like a, a six degrees conference it's a, like a stage to inform uh, all people around the world about the creative society and yeah thank you so much mr shua yes your opinion about the creative society and uh, also you mentioned on your uh, our pre call that the goals for tomorrow yes <laughs> the goals for tomorrow are very important and if uh, uh, we take the goal for humanity how you think the goal of building a human ori- oriented world how we can achieve this goal when not consumer format the way we live now whereas a uh, human is a, a fundamental unit of society how we can achieve this goal i think it's a very big question and so i i can only speak from uh, okay from my view of uh, the work that i do and the, the teams that i work with so you're talking about a society which is uh, which is happy uh, you're talking about a society which uh, which has which has got access uh, 
to the basic needs and uh, i think there are different kinds of opinions people have today one of the big challenge that i see is that if you and i have a different opinion then in my eyes you are not good in your eyes i am not good okay so and 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 that takes away a lot of time why it takes away a lot of time because you spend time to prove you are right and i i spend time to prove that i am right and that's the gift of polarization and I, i'm cynical here give when i say gift of polarization because uh, in my country that i see it's happening it happened in us uh, it happened in china it happened in russia it, you see you see those leaders you know who who spend so much of time in creating polarization and and this is not happening in isolation in organizations also um, if if you are mostly if you you are thinking in a certain way then it's okay if you are not thinking in that way so i think one of the things that i see uh, that can help us uh, is that if you and i agree to have conversation uh, you and i agree to have conversations where i may not agree with you but i will listen to you and you in turn may not agree with me but we promise to each other that we will listen and we will not judge each other i think that's one small step that we can start uh, in our daily life uh, in our corporate life uh, and of course uh, uh, social life so i think the fundamental right of having open conversation uh, and i'm i'm open to share my views and you are open to share your views i think that's a good place to start and i also understand that at times it is challenging to see where is the line of inclusion versus coercion you know because you can then come back and tell me look i am trying to do it in my way so um i think there are certain checks and balances need to be there that uh, okay in the name of inclusion we should not end up harming each other we should not cross personal boundaries so i think these are some basic principles and it doesn't matter whether we are in society whether we are at home or whether we are in office uh, i think if we start practicing these things and it's not an easy work um, because polarization uh is so rampant everywhere uh so probably it's time that we become aware and we have open conversations i think that's a good place to start i know it sounds very general but this is what i see the teams that we that have open conversation they are much more successful the families that have open conversation they are much more cohesive the relationships where there are open conversation the relationships are stronger so yeah uh, an open conversation can bring people together like three of us right now sitting here here and now we don't know each other and there is only one promise that we made to each other that we will talk to each other we will be respectful to each other and we will value each other's opinion and we may or may not agree and who knows maybe we are not agreeing today tomorrow we will agree or maybe day after who knows and by the way we have the same goal so uh you know we all want to contribute to the society as you mentioned you know in, in the beginning that it is a natural 
need to to help others to make everything we can uh, to build together a stable future, a better future for everyone. Because this is the only thing that we uh, can really make that really matters. We have only one life. That's why um, the uh, value of life is the main priority in the creative society, not the profit as we see it in the consumer world today, but the human life. And I would like to ask you, how do you envision the creative society? So what is the society for you, for your family, for the next ones? How do you describe it? So, okay. So it's, it's, a, it's again, a very a question of a very broad perspective. Uh, I think it's important to have a society like this one. And I, I also want to say, uh, have a little bit of disagreement, okay? here when you say that we are not for profit see i also see that you know sometimes we come with a come with a judgment that profit is not good see let's understand one thing uh, here the profit is going to people only to give i need to have so i think how do i create a balance here i can't give if i don't have myself so I think so. It's, it's it's very important that so so one is that, and I think each one of us can contribute. And if as a society, uh, as creative society, we can create opportunities for people to participate, and we share that with others. Look, this is the participation, and this is how it is impacting. I think we started, it's been a short time that we have started, but when we start seeing impact, you know, when we come back to people and say, okay, look, this is the impact. Uh, I think more and more people will come in. And I think I'd be very happy to play a role here uh, that probably uh, people need to have more clear answers that how they can participate. And I would be very happy to be a part of it to probably create that answer for people that, okay, this is what, uh, you know, you can do. And when you do this, this is what can happen. And again, going back to this theme of conversation, maybe uh, creating more conversations, uh, giving our, I think the biggest thing that I see uh, that me or people around me can offer is time. Uh, it's, it's not about the skill, it's not about the capability. It's first, it starts with, okay, do I have some time? Okay, and when I give time, I think things start from there. So that's how I look at it. Yes, you're absolutely right. You know, I was listening to you and how you mentioned before, we need to start to listen another person. Yes, it's absolutely true. Thank you so much, Mr. Shua. And uh, as we are testing this series of six handshakes, whom you would like to invite for our next conversation and to hear his vision of the creative society. Um, okay, so that's an interesting, I think there are many people, you know, who can do very well here. So I think uh, I worked with a, a lady named Doreen Kesid. She's from Tanzania. Uh, she's an education reform enthusiast. And she works in the area of child education. Okay, uh, so Doreen is a, a 
it's creating a lot of impact uh, in Africa uh, for um, children's education. Uh, so I think she will be a great person to come here and probably talk about uh, how she looks at uh, this entire thing. Mm. There's another lady who's best out of US. Yeah, am I audible? Yes, yes. How many you wish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so there is a, one more uh, lady whom I worked with. Uh, I think a year back. Uh, her name is Sarah Adil. Uh, Sarah uh, worked in Pakistan. Sarah worked in US. Mm, she start, ran her own startup and she presently works with an organization called Kiva, which uh, creates um, social impact partnerships. Okay. Uh, so Sarah will be probably a very interesting person to uh, come here and speak about it. And I'm not sure uh, whether she will have time. There's one more lady you know, who was my teacher. Uh, her name is Neela Saldana. So Neela uh, started the Department of Behavioral Science uh, in Ashoka University, which is a very renowned university in India. But now Neela uh, uh, is not directly associated with Ashoka anymore. Uh, she's a behavioral scientist. She is in the Forbes list of top 10 behavioral scientists. And she works uh, with World Bank and Busara Foundation. And, and social impact is one area that uh, she uh, is quite an expert and she uses her behavioral science uh, wisdom to make it happen. So Neela is uh, one more person that I see. Uh, will be a great person, but I have to check uh, with Neela whether Neela has time enough. Uh, but yes, we can always uh, you know, reach out to her and see. So these are three people right now I see uh, can be uh, a great uh, addition uh, to people whom you are interviewing. Wonderful. Thank you very much there. You know, this sounds so interesting and I hope that these wonderful people also will watch our interview. Uh, we will be really happy to have them as a guest. And this is really amazing that you also named people from different countries uh, since this initiative is taking place now in Africa, in South America, in Asia, and really in each part of our world. And this is amazing that uh, thanks to you, this initiative will, you know, continue to travel across the globe because uh, the theory that we rely on, the theory of six handshakes, it says that we all are connected in less than six handshakes. So the, small, the, the world is small and we can really quickly reach the creative society and build it in everywhere, really everywhere. Thank you very much, Shuva. Thank you also for your inspiration and uh, your opinion, your wisdom, your uh, experience. This is very valuable. And uh, we would like to remind also our viewers, if you would like to be a part of Creative Society, this is a project for everyone. Please uh, join us. You can visit the website alatraunite.com uh, to join via the red button, join us. This is very simple to, to make and uh, we will get in touch with you. We are really happy to get to know you and uh, yeah, think to, together what we can do, how we can quickly rebuild the creative society. Thank yeah. you very much. And I would like to thank everyone for watching us today. Thank you so much again, Mr. Shua, for your enriching conversation, for your experience. Thank you so much. And also, uh, I want to suggest that we listen a wonderful song that was played in the recent global and truly history-changing conference 
what prophets dreamt of. This song has already become a hymn of the humanity. It reflects all people's aspiration to live in unity and love in the creative society. So all we need to just get united all together and build the world that humanity deserves. Thank you so much. And Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And let, let's watch the song. Thanks for having me here. Thank you very much. It was an amazing conversation. Lovely to talk to all of you. Thank you too. Thank you. Peace and love.